0: Hey what's up everybody, the Temple of Doomer podcast, I'm Nick, episode number 18, how about that. all right what's up how's he how you doing happy fucking labor day as uh i think uh it will be labor day when you listen to this whenever i post this um just want to start out by uh letting you all know that uh spotify for podcasters is a thing uh have you ever have do you have like a lifelong dream of uh of being a podcaster me neither uh it's it's a relatively new thing <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure when it started, but it didn't exist when I was a kid. Uh, the closest I ever got to wanting to be a podcaster was maybe um, Christian Slater and Pump Up the Volume comes to mind. That dude was pretty harsh. But anyway, uh, there's there's an app. Uh, you download it. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Upload it to your phone. It walks you through the steps. You can set up an account and you too can be a podcaster. Um anyway that's my commercial that's my ad read thank you how about that uh hold on one second water all right so how are you doing that's good uh how's your labor day going um i wonder how oliver anthony's you no know, i'm just kidding not getting into that guy uh <laughs> how that guy's enjoying his his labor day he hates work um no I'm not gonna lay into him again uh but anyway uh that was a bit of a different way to uh to start the podcast uh i did an ad read how about that uh the thing uh about when i when i started this podcast is uh i i didn't read any of the rules <laughs> i didn't read anything uh i knew ad reads were a thing i've listened to podcasts it's the you know doesn't you know all you have to do is listen to a podcast to know about them apparently it's a thing you're supposed to do uh because you when you get when your reach hits a certain point you can start monetizing um so anyway, uh, my reach hit a certain point and they're like, yeah, you, you don't do ad reads dumbass. <laughs> like, oh, I I don't know. I just felt like I'd crossed that bridge when I came to it and, uh, look, well, yeah, well, if you would, uh, you did it, been doing it the whole time, you'd be fine. But, uh, you haven't done that shit at all. So, uh, here I am, uh, four months into this and now I got to start doing ad reads. Um, The funny thing about that is, is there was one point in time when I first uh, when I first started doing this podcast, uh, when I was just trying to like, think, well, like, what am I going to do? What am I what is this going to be about? I'm just thinking of bid ideas uh, like what 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 am I going to do? One of my ideas uh, pretty early on was uh, I should start doing ad rates like like Liquid Death and uh, like AG1 and BetterHelp and fucking Manscaped and (laughs) Blue Chew and you know, all those, those podcast brands, those, you know, how you see all the same brands being advertised on every podcast. What if I just start doing ad reads for those for no reason? Like it's not, not because they've reached out to me and want me to, but because, um, uh, it would, uh, make the eight people who listen to this podcast think, (laughs) think I'm successful. Yeah. You know like a liar that that was my plan i was like i should i should just start doing ad reads just so my podcast comes off as successful just you know just fake it basically who cares if people think my podcast is successful that's basically the same as it being successful right (laughs) that's that was my that was my logic um also uh the the second part of that logic was like if if the, you know, the unthinkable happens and I do get to the point where I have to do ad reads, uh, nobody can call me a sellout because, uh, I was like, look, dude, I was doing ad reads for free. So like, I, 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 my heart is just in the game of ad reads. It is my passion. So now that like, you know, the industry came to me, all right. I didn't go to the industry. <laughs> that, that was my second logic. I didn't want anybody to, I don't want to take any chances on people calling me a sellout because you know who, who wants to be a sellout? I know you can't see me right now, but I am raising my hand because I totally want to be a sellout. Um, you're not really a sellout if, uh, uh, if you, if you want it, <laughs> like, as far as I, I, I don't know the term sellout, uh, just, let's just, just go like on a history lesson on the, on the term sellout. Uh, I believe it all started about eight minutes after money was invented because, uh, Literally every single human being who makes money is a sellout. Like the only people who aren't sellouts are living under the freeway. Though, I, I said it in the last episode, I'll say it. Those folks are keeping it real. The rest of us are sellouts. You know, if you spend your day doing something that you wouldn't do for free, you're a sellout. Those are the facts. It's crazy, right? And uh, it gets kind of funny when we we sit there and we only use the term sellout when it comes to like artists particularly musicians uh when they're actually you know doing something that they would do for free they were doing it for free and they just parlayed it into success and then we get mad at them for being successful uh and call them sellouts once you know the mainstream eats it up or but when but really were the sellouts if you're sitting at a gas station all day calling metallica a sellout <laughs> like... <laughs> that's that without any sense of irony like you're like w- would you spend eight hours a day at a gas station i don't know i actually i did work at a gas station at one point in time uh, i think i was like 19 or 20 years old and i gotta say it was a pretty kick-ass summer job they uh they let you have all the uh all the all the slurpee and fucking soda and <laughs> and soft serve you want you know anything that comes out of a machine like that, you know fountain machines, any of that stuff they're like, yeah you you can have all of that you want, so uh so yeah, it was a pretty cool summer job, and I gotta say I would hang out at a gas station all day long for free as long as I can help myself to whatever I want, but uh but yeah, I don't know the I don't know. The whole the whole like I, I used to call people sellouts i guess back in like high school and shit any band that would like i didn't like i and when it comes to like the two specific bands that uh i i use that term free willingly was metallica and uh green day i said it about a lot and i don't know why i said it about green day it's not like i knew who the fuck they were before dookie came out you know i mean i'm from the east bay but i wasn't really i was pretty young like junior high and high school i was pretty, wasn't really hip to the gilman scene yet at that point uh later did uh became hip to it i've even played there but uh but yeah at that age i didn't know shit about the gilman scene and uh but i did know uh some punk rock kids and skater kids and i remember when green day blew up everyone was sell out sell out sell out sell out uh they they got it they, they're they on one of the bands that got it like the absolute worst they were like shunned from the gilman apparently. From what I from what I hear uh for many years. I don't know if that's that that still stands. Pretty sure they could probably play there now if they wanted to. Or Billy Joe could go there. Uh he's probably played there since with uh his other random bands. Um but yeah. Um I you know, and I I went along with yeah, you know, fucking sellouts, but I didn't really know why they were sellouts. And to be honest with you, I mean I don't really listen to Green Day. They got a couple of songs that are all right, I guess, but uh, I respect them. I mean, they made it from the Gilman to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, you know, who the fuck, why are you going to play or hate on that shit? Um, it's just, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense, especially, you know, like, what am I doing all day? I'm working whatever fucking job I can get my hands on for money because I'm a sellout, but uh, they're, you know, living their dream um the other band that i mentioned was of course metallica uh they definitely uh got got the sellout. (laughs) people people called them sell through almost every stage too like from from what i understand i don't know about this because i wasn't even aware of metallica in the 80s but as soon as they released ride the lightning which was their second major album uh with uh and i had the uh um uh, that fade to black on it which was like kind of like thrash metals first real ballad and people started calling them a sellout then and they were just sellouts from then on but that's that's like ridiculous at this point for that to be considered sellout. then i, re- I remember uh in eighth grade when the black album came out everyone was like calling themselves because they were all of a sudden they were like the mtv darlings and they very much were you know they kind of had a very like anti-mtv anti-mainstream Thing prior to that moment, they did do the one video for off Justice, um. But I mean, as far as an album is concerned, I like the Black Album. I think the fucking album's hell good. If I had to go Metallica albums, it would be Master of Puppets, Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Black Album, and then I don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't even. I never cared for Injustice, and maybe it's because of the the lack of bass. Um, but i remember like listening to it in high school and uh, i didn't know about the lack of bass back then i don't know it just felt like there was just i don't know it just felt like they pushed that prog thing there's some good songs on it. there's some great rippage on there but it just felt like they were pushing that prog thing it was just it felt too forced it was just like riff salad like here let's see how many riffs we can string together in this fucking 15 minute fucking song song after song after song after song <laughs> like how many riffs that don't make sense <laughs> being in the same song can we figure out how to put them in the same song it just it just felt very forced i don't know uh i'm not i'm not a big injustice Justice all guy i can listen to it it's not it's not a terrible album but it's just not for me in uh in my uh metallica uh playlist um so but yeah anyway when the black album came out obviously that was like their big commercial album their breakthrough album and they they got really called sellouts quite a bit because of that album uh i remember like a lot of my friends i was really it's like in eighth grade that was like really when i was like discovering that world of metal like the thrash metal and all the you know the not on mtv shit. Yeah. um and i remember like some of my friends hanging out like oh they're fucking sellouts well it's such a like you just sound so cool when you just fucking look at the look down on successful people sellouts um but yeah i don't know then of course (laughs) things got worse from there though uh and again like i said i like the black album but this is where things with metallica go off the rails for me and then we get into the load and reload I didn't give a shit about the hair cutting thing. I had long hair and I'd cut my hair off. I've had long hair and cut my hair up lots of times. I don't see really the big deal on that one. I didn't give a shit about the look. I think, I, you know, the uh, the makeup and the, uh, I don't know, the champagne and the silk shirts was a, little, was a little much. Cutting the hair wasn't a problem, but whatever. I'm all for image and whatnot. I'm fine with it, but uh, the music wasn't good. I did not care for those albums at all, and I kind of, completely dipped off from metallica after that and a lot of people just hated on every album that came after that i can't even give you the i know saint anger had a thing about a snare never i've never listened to that album once um oh fuck. what was the album that came after that the one with rick rubin the one that was like the return to thrash Fuck. Damn it. Now now I got to do fucking research. Uh boy, I got to look a thing up. Sorry guys, you're going to have to wait a second. Metallica. Uh Death Magnetic, that's the one. Okay. Uh yeah, I did listen to that but and it I mean it was all right. I guess. I remember it was so promoted as like, as like Metallica's return to thrash. And I just remember thinking like, okay, cool. Like after like 15 years of sucking you guys are gonna make a thrash album again and I'm supposed to be dazzled. <laughs> like, oh cool, Metallica finally made another thrash album. Yay! Um, I mean, if they called that album Too Little Too Late I might have fucking bought it. At least it would have proved their fucking heads weren't so far up their asses at that point um but yeah but i mean i'm sure it was an okay album and i think i've i don't know moral of the story is is i do like metallica they put out enough good music in the beginning of their career the first decade of their career that you know they're fine forever in my opinion uh as far as i know i believe i'm actually going to see them in a month at the power trip festival so that'll be dope I know it actually be my first time i'm never of all the bands i've seen in metallica has been a band that has eluded me this whole time probably because I wasn't the biggest fan through most of that time because once we get into like the mid 90s and beyond, I didn't really care for anything they were doing however, I'm certain that they are still a sick ass fucking live band and i'm I'm pretty stoked to get to see them finally um, but yeah but as far as being sellouts are concerned, whatever they've you know uh, uh, for a career as long as they have had like, they're gonna go through changes and do try different things i don't know when i don't know with a lot of people sometimes like the creativity seems very calculated and planned out over time and like oh he's a genius and then other people's creativity just seems like Hey, this has gone on a lot farther than we ever anticipated. Let's just start throwing shit at a wall and (laughs) see what sticks. (laughs) That's kind of like, that's, that's my creative process. I don't know what, what, what's a good idea and what's not. I just, 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 you know, put it out there and see what happens. You know, I am of the school of, uh, ain't nothing to it, but to do it, just start doing things, be bad at it. And, uh, it's, you know, like this podcast, for example, would be something. <laughs> the stand-up uh, playing guitar. All things I was bad at, you know, whether I'm better at any of those things is, 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 is up to subject. Uh, I can definitely say I've improved at all of the things from the beginning. So there is improvement in all of the things. Good, meh, whatever. Um, but I've always, yeah, I've always, I never like sat and practiced and learned a thing and then did it. I just kind of start doing it uh specifically with stand-up you don't really have a choice the only way to do standup is in front of people uh i think i probably went over that in those three episodes it took me to talk about <laughs> the, the eight stand-up open mics i did uh just kidding i did a lot more nate but anyway uh yeah so um in conclusion being a sellout is a good thing we live in a capitalist society. And if anybody, if you hate on anybody for selling out or, uh, trying different things to see what hits and what's for fun, because you can't, if you're going to be an artist and you got to go out and play your shit every night, you got to keep it fun and interesting. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Um, there's nothing wrong with quote unquote selling out, make your damn money. If, uh, people get mad at you, whatever, fuck them. That's all I have to say about that. People don't like it. Fuck them. Um. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that, that's my rant about fucking me trying to justify the fact that I had to do an ad read. Uh. So um. What else do I have to talk about? Uh. I guess uh. There's always Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series. Um. I can't remember what I said in the last. Okay. Last episode I talked about there was uh episodes one and two were out. Uh, I think I went into some, some random theories I had about, uh, what the fuck is that dude's name with the mask? Morocco, 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 something. Uh, cause he's got a mask on who he might be. There are, there are, there are, there are theories going around. He might be a reveal. Um, there are some, uh, other theories that Darth Maul may return in this, uh, in this show. And that would be dope. I want to see Darth Maul back. I don't care if he's died hell of times. Fuck it. <laughs> he eludes death. He's the Loki of the Star Wars universe, okay? He keeps coming back to life. That's his thing. Um, but yeah, uh, so the Ahsoka series, so episode three has happened. Uh, uh, not not, not an outstanding episode, I must say. Uh, I know it's only episode three. I believe there's eight episodes. They're about 45 minute long episodes. Uh, including about with like seven minutes of fucking credits but uh uh what happened in that episode uh they're setting up sabine as the you know her jedi training uh a lot of uh a lot of a new hope callbacks in her little training moment of like you know putting the helmet on being blinded uh you know which was akin to luke in uh the first movie on the millennium falcon with obi-wan um there was that scene (laughs) it's it was a little silly um where uh they were in sort of a star fight with those dark jedis uh and the ship got hit or whatever they lost power so sabine's doing her mandalorian shit and trying to get the, the ship working again um and uh what happened which is very par for the course in star wars is like star fight ship breaks down they're constantly trying to get hyperspace working. that's a very like common star wars trope so that was fine but uh what 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 had happened in that moment is ahsoka was like they the the bad guys were closing in and ahsoka was like i got this and all of a sudden a door opens and she steps out into space on the wing of the ship in this like <laughs> in this uh, fucking space suit oh man pretty pretty crazy like as that is like form fitting to her weird ass looking head and uh for some reason i don't know why but the the dark jedi bad guys are just shooting right at her on the wing where she of course is deflecting all the lasers with her lightsabers and she does like a flip thing over one of them and like takes down the ship (laughs) i mean okay all right I mean, it's Star Wars, okay? We were all accepting that this is like a space wizard and space magic is all happening here. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? So it was a pretty kind of silly scene. And then, of course, she gets the ship running and they get away, yada, yada, yada. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a silly scene, but whatever, I accept it. Uh, But overall, the episode didn't really move the story forward too far, as far as I could tell. Um, it's kind of the Sabine and the Jedi thing uh they really are playing into like you're you're not very powerful in the force because uh the whole concept of like who can use the force and who can't has been toyed around with a lot in the Canon of Star Wars over the years. The most controversial of these theories was or not even a theory the most controversial of these things in the Canon was the midi chlorians uh the blood type, (laughs) like you have to have a specific blood type to be a Jedi. Uh, Before that, it was just space magic, right? You just anybody who's putting willing to put in the time and effort to learn and who's open to being a Jedi. Could anybody can do it like somebody like Han Solo, who is a narcissist. And, uh, and, you know, he likes to roll his eyes at people (laughs) and their wacky beliefs. you know he's a, uh, you know he could never be a jedi he just isn't open to the experience i'm he's you know i'm i'm he's he's personality type i i'm more in line with han solo <laughs> people and their wacky bullies. i'm like oh that's all right good for you whatever whatever gets you through the night there pal but anyway sabine uh is uh not strong in the forest they keep kind of like uh reinforcing that point Uh, But Ahsoka's is kind of like letting her know that anybody can use it if you take the time to learn. Uh, Kind of reinstating the original thing, and we're getting—I think—we're trying to get past that whole midi chlorian uh, fiasco. That let's get back to anybody can be a Jedi and anybody can use the Force if you're willing to put in the time and effort, and it's not a blood type issue. So there's that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I'm. I'm still like on the fence on how I feel about this show. I'm enjoying it. I enjoy everything. It's all fucking entertainment and it's not that serious. You know, I'm, I'm very much a person of like, I can watch Star Wars or DC or Marvel, any of the comic book shit. I don't take it that serious. Oh, I guess I kind of do take it serious. I'm very invested in the stories, but it's still all entertainment to me. And I can also watch, you know, a Tarantino movie because a lot of, I, you know, I have some friends who are like not into the Star Wars. Like, I like Tarantino. Like, you know what? Fuck off. You know, you can like both things, right? Like, (laughs) I can, I have different moods. Just like I like different genres of music, uh, you know, sometimes I want to listen to metal. Sometimes I want to listen to pop. Sometimes I want to listen to country. Sometimes I want to listen to rap. Sometimes I want to listen to fucking anything. Sometimes, you know, I, I have different moods so I can listen to different styles of music i don't even care about genres as far as i'm concerned when it comes to music i just like bands and artists i get, as far as any genre is concerned there's like a handful of good and then there's a bunch of you know posers really that's really all it comes down to once things become a trend um and i look at movies the same way sometimes i don't need a. sometimes i just want to throw something on that's an easy watch that i don't need my brain fully invested in the story the entire time sometimes i just you know want to relax (laughs) and that's where things like star wars and comic book movies uh serve that mood of like hey i'm not probably not going to pay too much attention i'm going to throw something on the tv i'm probably not going to pay that much attention to it um you know you don't want to get into those thinker movies uh if you're not in that mood um you know speaking of thinker movies i actually just watched one on peacock Uh, And by Thinker, it was a notch, really. But uh, it was with, uh, what the fuck was it called? It was with Ben Affleck. It was called Hypnotic. Uh, It was... uh, I mean, I guess I could say it's all right as a one-time watch. But, like, the reveal was pretty pretty bad. And it was like, it just felt like it was kind of like a low-rent Christopher Nolan movie. Like, it was really trying to be, like, one of those, like, memento uh inception style movies and uh it, it didn't hit the mark it was just it was just trying too hard to be that kind of that style of a movie um yeah i don't know so i don't recommend that um i don't recommend anything have i if i told you guys about reservation dogs you probably know about it i think i probably already mentioned there if you want a recommendation that's it watch reservation dogs uh that's a great movie Um, This episode was not great, and I apologize for all of that, but um, hey, I got it done. Good or bad is what it is. Um, I will be doing ad reads from here on out, so you're going to have to listen to that in the first two minutes of every episode. Um, But anyway, uh, have a happy Labor Day. Fuck off. hell Satan. Blah, blah, blah.